The last time the Buckeyes played in a national title game, our next guest was the quarterback, our buddy, Cardell Jones. What's up, Al? Cardell, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Hey, when is it? I don't know if it's weird or what's your reaction when you're a guy who won a title and you're watching your former team in a game like that. I mean, what goes through your mind when you're watching? I mean, it's just a lot of emotion because it's a lot of clearly you're thinking you could have did better in certain situations or you could have called a better play. But at the end of the day, you're just happy for your guys and you're happy for the university because you know those guys are about to be a part or potentially have to be a part of something that's so special that's going to solidify their names in freaking history in Ohio State greats. Yeah, certainly you understand it a little better in, in hindsight and looking back. When Justin took that hit, did you did you go ouch from your own couch? You felt probably felt it yourself. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, that was a big-time hit, but, I mean, Justin is a big boy. He proved yeah. that he can take that hit. And, and, I mean, what a play or two later, he come back and throw a freaking touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, I loved I loved your tweet on Dabo. And, uh, by the way, and I don't know if you, you are paying attention, but, like, national publications – uh, picked up your tweet when you called uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, sunshine and made a reference to remember the Titans. It was all over the place. Uh, do you think with Dabo, you know, ranking the Buckeyes 11th, did that have any part? Because he claimed after the game it had nothing to do with the outcome of, game, of the game. What do you think? Um, I mean, you, you add fuel to the fire. Why would you want to do that? You know, um, I think it added a little bit motivation to the Buckeyes and, 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 and where they – should be and all this other stuff. I mean, he ranked those guys on factors that they could not control. It's like, come on, dude. You you ranked the Buckeyes 11 because they shouldn't be in a college football playoff because they played six games, but yet you say, you turn around and say, hey, Trevor Lawrence should be at the Heisman ceremony and he shouldn't get docked for not playing two games. It wasn't his fault because of COVID, but yet you throw COVID as an excuse for the Buckeyes. Sure, sure. So like, come on, dude. Pick your poison. Go out there, you know, play your game and, and go from there. So looking forward, what do you think uh, Monday evening here? Eight point, uh, what's Alabama? Eight points now. Eight and a half. Eight, eight and, and a half, half point half. favorites. It'll yeah. move, yeah. Um, I mean, the Buckeyes got a chance. Alabama is a pretty good team. I envisioned this matchup all year. Yeah. I didn't think it happened in the um, play, I mean, the championship game. I knew some way, somehow, some form, they should and would play each other this year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think we got a chance, man. I mean, the way that our offense and defense was looking – um, this week, I actually expected Alabama to uh, crush um, Notre Dame, but you know they beat them, but not in a in a fashion that I would expect. And vice versa, I thought the Clemson Ohio State game would be a little closer, and Ohio State went out there and and you know and shoot almost put a fifty on those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think the game would be a lot closer than than people anticipate. But if the Buckeyes play like they just played versus Clemson, I mean that's the team that's going to be hard to beat them. Yeah. yeah can you do that in back to back? That's the I think so. I would take that top performance of the Buckeyes versus that top performance of Alabama. Yeah, Cardell Jones is with us, the uh, Buckeye quarterback. So, you know, let, let's, you know, be honest. I mean, when you're at Ohio State, when you play a Purdue or a Minnesota, mm-hmm. you know you're naturally better than those guys. It is, you know, we we know that. That's why you're five stars and you got guys in playing in the NFL. But then when you play a Clemson or Alabama, you know they're just as good as you guys and you have to do game plan a lot different for these games than you did a normal game in the Big Ten season. Um, I don't think the game plan is different. You still go out there and execute and then try to exploit some of the things uh, that you see that you can exploit. But you just got to understand. It got to a point where that 
maybe when you was making three or four guys miss in one play, that may not happen. That may not be realistic. Sure. Team. Or vice versa, maybe when you can bounce back from three to four major mistakes or one or two turnovers, it's going to be a little harder to bounce back from those type of situations when you're playing against a team that's just as equally as talented as you are. So the 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 game planning is different. I think the focus just intensifies because you know that you know these guys got what it takes, and these guys were recruited by the same guys that was recruiting you. So, Card, I'll take. We'll go yeah, that's back. true. That's a small world, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. yeah. At, at that point, those with the five stars. So, do you remember everybody? Do we, you remember when you were a little kid, like five or six, and it was the week before Christmas, and you were counting the days? Is that oh, kind of sure. is that kind of what it is for you? Because you you beat when you played, you beat Alabama, and then you got to wait like eight days to you play again. What the hell's going through your mind? It's probably like Christmas when you were like six years old. Oh my God, Christmas! That comparison is so true. <laughs> I mean, it's so crazy because you get to a point where. It's like, okay, we practice them so much, we're preparing so much, can we just go play the game already? You know, but the coaches do an unbelievable job of making sure that the emotions aren't too high or too low during the right situations at the right time, preparing for that long, you know, what is it, 10 to 11 days before a game. You know, that's so uncommon, especially when you're playing week right. to week. Sure. But, um, I mean, they'll be ready for it. I mean, I don't question that. It's just controlling the emotions. Yeah, and that's a lot. A lot of that's coaching too, with the, with the downtime and the time between uh, you know before the game, they'll be ready. I just don't know uh, if the yeah, no if the, can they do it twice in a row like that because they're going to need an effort similar to that to beat Alabama, I believe. Um. Uh, yeah, I think both teams going to need to bring their best A game. Um. You know, Monday night because. If Alabama don't bring their game and Ohio State do, I mean, it's going to look ugly for them. So Devontae and Sean Wade, I don't like that matchup. <laughs> you know what? Sean Wade hasn't had the season that I'm pretty sure everyone expected him to have, and probably to his standards as well. But I guarantee you this kid is going to be up and woke and ready for this game because he's, yeah. he's an All-American corner going against an All-American freaking player of the year. He's great, yeah. yeah. You know, so – I think he'd be ready. I mean, if this don't get your juices flowing for a top-notch matchup like this, especially with a corner and receiver, then I don't know what. Yeah, then what's it take, right? Yeah, yeah. I definitely think Sean Wade will be up to this challenge. And I mean, he's been he's been hearing the critics. He's been hearing the critics. So this would be the perfect time and opportunity for everyone to forget about all the games that Sean Wade might have struggled or all the bad plays he might have had. Yeah, Cart- he go out here and do what he got to do versus uh, Smith. Yeah, Cardell Jones is with us. So in a normal year, you know, guys like yourself can go to Woody Hayes and talk to guys and, you know, guys can you like a Justin Fields could ask you advice on certain things. Now it's a I got to text you. Have you been texting with Justin Fields at all or texting with any guys or any coaches? Uh, I haven't um, just because, I mean, these guys know what it takes. I mean, and a lot of these coaches staff and front office people have been in this position before. So they knowing what to say, they knowing what to do, they know how to prepare and get the team ready to go for Sunday. I mean, Monday night. So yeah. if, if if it came to a situation or a point where, you know, someone reached out to another team to maybe say a few words to the team, I would, but I don't expect the team to even need that. That's These smart. Guys, yeah. You don't you don't wanna put yourself in a position where you feel like you're almost over coaching or you just pressing the situation too hard. Well, there's too, too many people in their ear giving them too much uh, advice. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly, true. Because, Smart. You know, 
I just was talking to a buddy about this time when I was playing. I said, dude, I had to block everybody in my phone except my mom and a few coaches just because, you know, I, I, I appreciate the advice and everybody wanted, you know, to help me out. But at some point I got to, you know, tune all the stuff out and still go about my business. Hey, uh, Cardell, you think Urban, you know, there's a lot of talk about Urban in the NFL. <laughs> Do you think he would be a good NFL coach? I think it would take the right front office to believe in his plan and to give him a lot of um, lead way to do some of the things he want to do, bring in some of the players he want to bring in, for him to have that success on the NFL level. You know, one thing that stick out to Coach Meyer and his success at Ohio State is just him and Gene Smith, our director, was always on the same page. And he had Gene, Urban had the foremost respect and uh, support of Coach uh, Gene Smith when it came to any and everything he needed or wanted to do for the program. So I think it would take a situation like that for a front office to believe in Coach Meyer and his mission, his goal, and his direction of the team and organization. All right, so, you know, what does Cardell, Jerry, Cardell, Braxton Miller, Roy Hall have in common? They're all working out where I work out at plus two. You still still go into plus two, the gym you and uh, Eric Lichter own and working out? Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm back in the midst of – kind of training for next NFL season. So I'm turning my mind to off-season preparation. And then Eric has been killing me in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, you're still in the mix, right? You got work to do yet. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and of course, we want to tell everybody, if you have a kid in sports like mine, go to Plus 2. It's right across from the continent. It's very inexpensive. And I see you guys uh, got the newest equipment and the therapy and all that stuff. So I'll be, I'll be the guy eating donuts in the corner. <laughs> yeah until eric finds you yes <laughs> thanks so much cardell enjoy thanks, cardell. Uh, monday's victory i uh, appreciate it thanks for having me guys Happy thanks. New Year's.